Hey everybody, welcome back to Rose 1 through 10. This is episode 117. Um, back with a good one this week. We got a very special guest on the line. Uh, the million dollar man himself, uh, Logan Shuhart, calling in. Um, joining us tonight. So yeah, Logan, appreciate you taking some time out of your busy week to jump on here and talk shop with us, man. Of course, man. It's uh, great to talk to you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this is very exciting to have you on after you coming off your uh, big million dollar win last week in Eldora. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, I mean, just what, what's that mean to you now that you've had a couple of days to process it um, and kind of let it sink in a little bit? What, what's it what's it mean to you and the, the whole shark team up there? Uh, well, the biggest thing, obviously, it's a lot of money. Um it hasn't hit the bank account yet, so when that happens, I'm sure it's gonna feel, you know, pretty surreal. That's that's a lot of money we're talking about. But um, for me personally, it's you know I've dreamt of winning a crown jewel or a major race since I started racing, and uh, you know we've come so close so many times. Uh, ran second in every major event, but never been able to actually win one so to finally come out on top of a major race and then let alone it be kind of the biggest one in sprint car history is just you know unbelievable it's wild to, to say that we won it and uh, it feels really good for our team yeah for sure man it's awesome certainly for the for you guys you've come a long way i mean i know the stories have been circulating throughout the the year or throughout the the week i should say the weekend um of how when you guys started back in I believe it was 2014 going outlaw racing and just to see the journey you guys have come on, man. Super cool. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of been a snowball effect. Um, since 2014, we've had a lot of people that have been involved in the team that had a lot to do with it, it growing. And, uh, you know, a lot of them were there on Thursday night. So it, it just feels really special to win a race like that. Uh, to know, you know, we are coming from, you know, just having, you know, one motor each, um, Jacob and I not having any crew members doing everything ourselves to, um, you know, winning a major race like that, growing and winning out all races and, you know, gaining in points and, uh, you know, running close in these, you know, crown jewel events and then finally getting one is just, uh, it's very gratifying. Uh, feels really good for, for everybody involved. No doubt. Hey, man. So I was uh, I was curious to ask kind of with, with winning this race, and obviously, like, uh, first off, congratulations. Uh, I have to say that myself. But, um, like, with, with a race like the Million, you know, and you compare it to a race like the like the Kings Royal, Knoxville Nationals, even, like, an Outlaws Champion. Oh, it's just like I'll, – I'll, I'll frame the question this way to make it, like, easier to answer. Like, if I told you at the start of the season, like, you can win Knoxville or you can win the Outlaws Championship. Like, what are you picking? Like, how did, did this one stack up to those other uh, obvious, like, huge races that we know? Yeah, I think this year it was – I think a lot of drivers would have said the million just because we don't know when the next one's going to be. You know, we don't know if we're getting one next year. We probably won't next year. Uh, you know, there probably will be in the next few years, but you don't know when the next one's going to be, you know, the other ones, we have them every year. So, 
Um, yeah, obviously we want to win everything we can, but if I can't win any other race this year and I could pick one, it, it would have been Thursday night. So, um, you know, I want, I want to win as much as I can, as often as I can, uh, especially, you know, the Knoxville Nationals, the, the Kings Royal, um, the Williams Curve National Open, because that's what makes the legends in our sport. And this, this sport obviously, you know, means a lot to me in my heart. So... To, to put my name on that list and, you know, to win those races sure would mean a lot to me. But uh, if I were to have to pick one, it probably would have been Thursday. Yeah, I don't think, think anybody would uh, argue with that. So, um, so you get a big chunk of that million to take yourself? Uh, does a lot, most of it go to the race team? Kind of like, have, have you guys uh, had, had those discussions, how you're going to divvy that up yet? Yeah, I mean, we have a, a set, you know, contract of how I get paid and, um, you know, what the race team gets. But, um, I mean, my grandpa already said it in an interview, so it doesn't matter. He, he's not very uh, private as far as that stuff goes. But, yeah, I get 50%, so that's a huge chunk of money. I've You know, it takes me years and years to make that kind of money. But uh, to, to get it in, in one night is just unbelievable when you think about it like that that's you know that's like winning 100 world of outlaw races so it's definitely a huge win um i can't fathom what that type of type of money looks like but like i said once it you know hits the bank account i'm sure it's gonna feel uh kind of surreal so um that's like i said it's just wild to, to think of that that type of money and uh that we were able to win that in a dirt sprint car race you getting ready to take the best vacation of your life soon, uh, once you guys get done racing for the year. Yeah, Summer and I might have to, to go uh, take a cool trip somewhere for sure. Right on, man. Well, uh, so go, go ahead, Travis. I was saying, so going into, uh, I mean, obviously you got the, the big win Thursday and then uh, – Went into Saturday, had the Kings Royal following it up, and uh, you got so you ran there, man. And so, like, what was it like? Uh, did it, I mean, did it just like take a lot out of you guys, like going all in for that race on Thursday? Kind of like, what was it like, like having to, to to go back and race like two days after winning the biggest race of your life? Like, is it is it kind of hard to like dial it back in? Because I imagine that's just like you're still kind of processing that and then you're like right back on the horse trying to win another big one. Um, not really. I feel like we brought the fastest car of the week. So, it, um, you know, there's a few other guys, like I'd say Rico, Macedo, um, Brad, who were right in there for being the fastest cars. But, um, our worst qualifying spot was third the whole week. And we came right out Friday morning, not Friday morning, but, Friday evening and set quick time with the regular World of Outlaws show, so um, felt like I'm right, right back on top of the board, but um, we tried some things Friday night to try and learn for Saturday. Um, you know, we knew there was weather in the area, but there also was for the million, and then it kind of went away and never even rained, so we thought the racetrack might get even slicker for Saturday, so we wanted to try some stuff on Friday to try to learn a little bit. And uh, it didn't work out real well. We weren't very quick, and we kind of just went back to our normal stuff for Saturday. Um, and went, up, went out again for qualifying, set quick time, or third quick, or quick time in hot laps, third quick in qualifying, and that kind of screwed us. So uh, after the rain, it just made it tough to 
tough to pass. I don't think we got past you know the whole week. We kind of went forward every race we're in. Like I said, the worst we qualified was third. Uh, so I told my guys I was very proud and proud of what they accomplished this week. I thought we did a great job. Um, just the format makes it hard for the teams to row, and with the rain, it just made it even more tough. So um, unfortunately, we didn't make the show, but it wasn't because we didn't perform good. It was just uh, kind of the format made it tough. Yeah, they do have a crazy, crazy format set up for that. So yeah, I mean, I I can see how how uh, how that can end up taking. I mean, we see it every year with Kings Royal, with Knoxville, with 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 all those big races and the different formats set up. It's a uh, it doesn't always benefit the the fastest cars. And I mean, we've had those discussions on here before about our uh, our opinions on those formats. And yeah, I, I definitely think they they should make tweaks in the future to be more favorable towards the the faster cars for sure but well it, it uh, works it's it's good for you know good for fans at the racetrack uh calls for it you know if the racetrack's slick and we didn't have that rain it makes for an awesome format because you get the, all these fast cars uh in the back of the heat races and you can you can normally pass on a, a normal you know outdoor race but uh the rain just didn't allow it so you know usually it's great for the fans you start in the back um you know, the fast cars have to pass, and it makes it exciting. But uh, the Rangers throw us a curveball. And like I said, William or Eldora does a fantastic job of getting the racetrack uh, in shape. You know, they had it sealed up, but we just got a lot of rain over Friday night into into Saturday evening. So um, that was that was about the, you know, the cards that were dealt. So. Gotcha. Well, and the, the schedule doesn't stop. Obviously, you guys had four busy days there at Eldora. And then uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys came, or your team, the Shark Racing team, headed home um, to spend spend the week here up in Pennsylvania. I've uh, you guys got had a couple of days off there. I'm sure prepping the cars, getting everything ready. But you guys race again tomorrow night there at Baps um, World Outlaws race there at Baps, which is kind of cool to see. Uh, what do you What are you guys thinking for that? Uh, we're just trying to prepare prepare for it. We actually put the car away that we ran the million with, and we're gonna save it for. Knoxville, it's my last, like, what I'd say, good new car. So, um, we only, it was basically new for Eldora Week. So, we just want to save that for Knoxville. And uh, we're putting a different car together uh, for for Bats and Williams Grove this weekend. So, the guys are, you know, working their butts off. They always are. And um, we're uh, trying to prepare and get ready for Bats and, and Williams Grove. I was, I was going to ask because I saw it on uh, Facebook earlier. You guys running the, the C&D car. Is that uh, is that's what is that what's coming this week? Is that just going to be a this week thing? I did I did see that on Facebook earlier. And that maybe I think it's just a Wednesday night deal. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Um, maybe more, but definitely tomorrow. It's a very cool oh, yeah. scheme. I think. Yeah, it. that's awesome. Cool shirt too. I don't. Whoever, whoever does your merch kills it. Kevin, Kevin, and Doug do a ton for sprint car racing. Um, you know, obviously we have commitments to other sponsors and people to help us out, but. Uh, really cool for me to, to run their car. Those guys are awesome. It's big supporters of Shark Racing and, and many others. So really, really happy to be able to run their car. Right on. And yeah, I, was saying, I was saying whoever does your merch is, is killing it because I always see them posting cool designs on there. I, I could, I'm sure they'll have some, some cool designs coming down the hatch for the, for the million too. So, man, like, yeah. They, they, they're coming out shortly. Right on, man. Yeah. Well, uh, Travis, you got anything else? 
Nah, man. Yeah, we appreciate your time. We know it's a busy week for you, and you're a busy man. So yeah, we don't keep don't not trying to keep you in here all night and badger you with a a, a million questions. So, I mean, yeah, definitely uh, appreciate you you coming on here and giving us the time, man. Like I said, just congratulations again. You guys are killing it. That's uh, the biggest win of your career, like you said. And no, uh, more's uh more's coming for sure. I mean, big race this weekend with uh summer nationals and all so we know you guys are gonna try to do it there fourth and uh fourth and outlaw points so yeah just uh just keep digging guys and and thanks for the time and and congratulations on all the success yeah thank you very much appreciate it guys thanks for uh having me we'll just uh we'll we'll do it again for sure um anytime you want to have me on i appreciate you having me and i enjoyed talking to you Hey, man, you guys put that car away from Knoxville. Maybe we'll be uh, ringing you up after that. Another big win here soon. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, man. See you. Appreciate you. All right. We thank Logan for joining us. Uh, Great to get to talk to him for a few minutes. We know he's busy as shit and got a lot going on and just got the biggest win of his career. And just uh, super appreciative for him to give give us a few minutes – in in the uh, aftermath of all that, man, he's an awesome guy. One of the favorite guys we've had on here to talk to. So, yeah, happy to have him on. Happy to to have a guest again. I know we got a, a big one coming next week. I don't know if you want to name drop that one yet or what we got next week. But, uh, yeah, you were able to put that one together. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep it moving. Yeah, no, we'll, uh, we'll just let everybody enjoy this one for right now. Um, and, and yeah, so hopefully maybe we'll tweet out some hints if, uh, if people get antsy and that we see some good numbers, some good feedback on this episode, maybe we'll, we'll drop some more hints here to, uh, build some hype for next week. Uh, but yeah, I said, nonetheless, appreciate him joining on, uh, when, when he, we responded back on Sunday, I was like, hell yeah, this is going to be sweet. So yeah, glad, glad it was all able to work out. I know he's got a busy week coming up, but. Uh, yeah, let's flash back to last week and, uh, and we'll kind of go, go cover the million, um, from our perspective. It's kind of, kind of started off with a bang the, the morning of, uh, the biggest race of the year. I had seen rumblings of it early on in the day, but I didn't really believe it. And then sure enough, it was, it was, it turned out to be true, but, uh, Macri Motorsports ended up parting ways with driver Anthony Macri or, Anthony Macri stepped away. I'm not sure exactly what went down. Um, but, yeah, they uh, replaced Anthony Macri with Lance Deweese, who was going to make the trip out there, but his team owner decided to save some money and, and not make the trip, the four-day trip out there to Eldora. So, yeah, it kind of worked out for those those folks. Uh, they were able to get Lance in the car and have a couple decent runs out there. But, yeah, that kind of shocked the sprint car world uh, there on, what was it, Wednesday morning? Yeah, that was. I texted you and I, I, I texted you and Bert and uh, Putty all at once, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, what just happened? And that was like, yeah, kind of like a bomb from out of nowhere. I mean, sounds like. Uh, I mean, there's some stuff that went on behind. Which I mean, we know that's not the first time there. There's been drama because what was it? The uh, I believe it was the Speed Week last year. Was it like the last race of, of Speed Week when they pulled him out of the car? Something like that, okay. yeah, and they and they had issues with the crew chief or something. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not, like, the first time we've seen, like, drama within that team. And, I mean, it, obviously, it's just, like, it, it's it's family drama, like, whatever they got going on. And, I mean, 
it's that it sucks that happens, but that's just kind of like the reality of it. When when you're working in the family business, it's like even at the highest level, you're just you're you're still gonna have situations like that, and that's just crazy. That all the success they've had, obviously, there's just a lot brewing, and it, it's disappointing that it it came to that point for them before the the biggest race of the season. So, but I mean, now we're he's stepping into the seven BC. Well wishes to to Tyler Courtney and his recovery from his injury, but um, yeah, I kind of opened right up for Macri, I guess, like a perfect opportunity. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we knew he would kind of land on his feet. Uh, it was no surprise. There was already rumblings. I mean, uh, Shane Stewart, or, or I guess the Indy Race Parts team, already had offered to roll out one of their cars for Anthony if he wanted to run uh, in the million. Um, but he didn't want to, he declined the offer. Um, he didn't want to step on any toes over there. So yeah, that was a uh, certainly shocker news there on Wednesday morning. But even if we flash back before that, um, Hey, you rewind the tape of what I said last week, um, about Kyle Larson not being in, in the car as much. Uh, and then he goes out and, and wins out, out there at Attica on, uh, I believe it was Tuesday night. Uh, and, and I texted you immediately after we got done with the show and I was like, Oh yeah, that that take aged like milk. So yeah, I thought that was funny for sure. And and I mean, he was a factor all week. I feel like I mean, he had fast cars. Um, got caught up in some big wrecks there. I mean, obviously, you knew you were gonna have a lot of attrition when everybody's racing for a million dollars and or the King's Royal. So, um, yeah, I thought Kyle Larson definitely put on a good show. I mean, this certainly isn't twenty twenty when he came out and kicked everybody's butt and it was in the sprint car every night of the week but yeah certainly held his own for for not running very limited schedule this year yeah and i mean i'm sure we'll you know he'll be back in the sprint car this weekend with nascar racing and pa and uh outlaws being in pa all week i'd be he's probably gonna be in all those races i imagine so uh getting getting in a little bit more of a rhythm in the sprint car and it's gonna be uh Interesting to see what he does. Yeah, maybe that can also uh, translate to some some more speed in the Cup Series side. But before we get yeah. in, dive into NASCAR, we're not going to transition quite yet. Um, yeah, the kind of the format. Um, obviously, they had that that race at um, Attica. Let's see if I can uh, pull up the uh, results for that. Maybe if you have that handy. No. Uh, I don't. I can get it, but uh, yeah, I, I can get it as well if you want to fill some dead air real quick. I got it. I had the outlaws site up, so I, I yeah, I got them right, up. Well. Go ahead. Okay. Give All right. Well, point yeah, point. it was Larson won it. Uh, Sheldon Hodenshield second, Carson Macedo third, Donnie Shots fourth, David Gravel fifth. Uh, sixth was our hard charger, and that was Zeb Wise up uh, thirteen spots from nineteenth to sixth. They, that team's been sneaky, like running really fast, by the way. Um, and yeah, they had a great race there, obviously. So that was uh, the Brad Doty Classic about a week ago now. So, yeah, I believe that's Larson's first win with the Outlaws this year. Um, is it first win in the sprint car? No, I'm just, he won high limits races. Yeah. So, but yeah, so first win with the Outlaws this year for Larson. Which, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I know we didn't get to see that, but uh, that's a transition to Friday night with the Outlaws. Or are we just sticking with Outlaws now, or do you want to go? Yeah, we'll in go order? through the whole week. 
Okay. okay. But, and yeah, like that. That was Tuesday at Attica, and then uh, then we shifted over to for the week at Eldora, and uh, it was the uh, the prelim night where they had Group A, Group B, um, and yeah, if uh, I believe if, uh, Brad Sweet and Rico Abreu picking up the wins for those. Um, I don't think I have the full rundown here. Yeah, I don't. This is a weird format. Yeah, I don't have the full rundown. We don't need to go into all that, but uh, and then yeah, that rolled us into that would set the points format to uh, to stack up the fields for um, the big million dollar show that everybody's waiting for. And obviously, we if you're listening, you've made it this far, you know that uh, Logan Shuhart picking up the win, obviously. Carson Macedo finishing second, Brad Sweet finishing third, David Gravel finishing fourth, and Rico Abreu running out the top five for that one. Um, and then, yeah, so the million dollars, that was on Thursday. And then that rolled us right into the uh, the Kings Royal weekend with the uh, night. Yeah, had a little bit of technical difficulties there this evening. Um, that's why we uh, make sure we cut the audio when we have a guest on the line. So for for our silly mistakes like that but yeah i think i'm gonna roll it in here where where we know i did uh, i said that rolls us into the king's royal weekend and and uh as i was saying on there we had our had the schedule a little bit mixed up uh i thought they they still had the joker's wild but it ended up being two nights of of the flow racing whereas uh they had the the point setting night there on tuesday not the joker's wild or whatever but then it, it did still leave us with the uh the night before and uh, Carson Macedo, man, that, that team put it on a clinic this this week. Uh, Carson Macedo picking up the feature win. Um, Brad Sweet finishing second. Both of those guys were fast all week. Uh, Giovanni Selzy rounding out the top three. Rico Abreu finishing fourth. Another team that was, showed a lot of speed all week. And David Gravel rounding out the top five there. Um, and, and, yeah, that was the night that uh, Tyler Courtney ended up getting hurt. Uh, he did, did not finish the feature. Um Sending our well wishes to him. I know that he'll he'll go to the doctors later this week and hopefully get some more information, a timetable when he can get back into the race car and get back on again. But thoughts and well wishes with him and that team. Um, but yeah, it'd be exciting to see Anthony Macri in that car while uh, he heals up. But obviously, shitty circumstances. I wanted to say, by the way, but uh, that just—I mean—he was going to run away with the All Stars title again, and I mean that's. Gonna, I don't know how many races he's going to end up missing or how many points he's going to be down, but that theoretically should open. I mean, I, I got the all-star points pulled up right now, just like I and that. And I mean, right now, Chris Windham is second behind Courtney, 162 points behind him. So, I mean, I don't know like how many races Tyler can miss and still be good, but that theoretically could, could make the points battle wide open. And that series, mainly Chris Windham, Zeb Wise, and uh, Tim Schaefer are all right there waiting in the wings if, if Courtney's going to be out for a while. Yep. So. so will be interesting to see. Um, but, yeah, that moved us into Saturday night, uh, the, the second big show there of the weekend in Eldora. It was time to crown a king. Uh, we had a millionaire and a king all in one week. So you want to give those results? Yeah, you know I love this one. I texted. I uh, I was out, but I was I was kind of keeping tabs on what was going on at the race, and 
was happy to see Donnie Schatz get the win. Uh, his sixth King Roy- Kings Royal uh, led all 40 laps in the feature. So I was uh, super happy for that. I'm a big fan of Donnie's. I, I mean, if I had to pick, like, who's my favorite Outlaws driver, it'd probably be my vote. I mean, I've always been a big fan of his, so always happy when uh, he's able to get it done in the big ones. And he got it done and was able to hold off a friend of the program, Brent Marks, who came home second, uh, David Gravel third, Sheldon Hodgeshield fourth, Kyle Larson fifth, Rico Abreu sixth. Uh, fuck it, I'll do the whole top ten since the big race. McFadden seventh, Macedo eighth, Casey Kane ninth, and Buddy Copoy tenth. And the hard charger in that one was Rico Abreu uh, up to sixth from 20th starting position. Yeah, for sure. And, and uh, yeah, as I talked about, some of those guys had big weeks. Uh, it, it really uh, definitely tightened up the points battle. I mean, the top three are separated by 24 points as we head into, I said, three more races this week. Uh, you got David Gravel still leading, but only by two points over Brad Sweet. And, and then Carson Macedo is, is only 24 behind David Gravel as well. So, yeah, and then you got a big gap to our buddy here, Logan Schuhart, but yeah, it's, it's certainly shaping up to be a heck of a battle towards the end. And, I mean, I said, still got a ton of races to go. Um, anything can happen. So, it's going to be it's gonna be tight down the stretch here if those guys can all keep keep up this pace. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, it's going to – I mean, crazy points battle right now. I still think – I still think Brad Sweet's going to figure it out if I, uh, if I had to guess, but – I mean, it, it's kind of the same three players we saw in it last year are, are the players again this year. And, and it's going to be – yep. Oh, my God. There goes the dog. Uh, it's going to come down to – it's going to come down to those three. Let me go in here real quick. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see see what goes down with all that. So, All right. Let's get some picks in for this week. We got BAPS and then a, a doubleheader at the Grove. All right. Well, uh, BAPS is tomorrow night. Um, first time the Outlaws have raced there, and I don't have the exact. I think years, since '92. A, a long time for sure. So, uh, so they're gonna get that race in, and uh, yeah. So who who got in that one? I'll let you kick it off. I don't I don't have the uh, what to watch for rundown pulled up or any of that. I'll I'll get it pulled up as we go here, but I'll let you kick that one off if you're ready. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I would just say I, I have been to that racetrack before. Uh, I went there when it was still uh, Dusty Susky, as people call it. It was Susquehanna Speedway, but um, it was taken over by uh, some new ownership. Uh, I wish I had those people's names handy, um, and I could actually properly shout them out. But uh, the, the, the amount of work that they have done, um, at that place and, and just keep upgrading it. It's you love to see it. It's the uh, spring car racing is alive and well up there in PA. I mean, you see it at Port Royal. That's a great facility. And, and they've certainly turned BAPS into a great facility. And, and like I said, I think it's been since 1992. I read earlier this week. Um, it's the first time the world outlaws will be back at BAPS. So yeah, certainly, uh, certainly exciting that it's been what 30 years. Um, so I got, I got a stat. I see pulled up reading through here. When the series last visited BAPS, eight of the current 14 World of Outlaws drivers hadn't yet been born. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it was August August 2nd, 1992. So I was I had barely been born. I've been, what, six months old? Yeah, it says David Gravel was a month old. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah, it's been a minute, but like I said that's a great little, great little track that they're keeping in great, uh, great shape. Um, yeah. So, like I said we don't really have much to go off of. Kind of a shot in the dark, but hey, give me Anthony Macri in the the seven BC. All right. Um, just reading through here real quick. Um, okay, I got one. Uh, it says the last outlaw to win here. I'll stick with uh, nine months ago. I guess it was a local show. Uh, Geo Selzy got a win here, so I think that's a uh, that's a, a a fair bet to make. I don't know if that was that a high limit show by chance or was that just a local? No, nah, it's gonna be just a local show probably. Okay, yeah, I'll go Geo Selzy. They they've been clicking off some uh, some good runs, and I'll, I'll say they get a win. All right. What about Friday at the Grove? Friday at the Grove. Um, so this is uh, – I assume he – I'll just ask. Is, is Macri going to be there at 7 BC? Or is, uh, I'm not sure the exact schedule, but, yeah, I'd, somebody, somebody would be in the 7 BC. I did want to pick Macri in the 7 BC, so I'm, I'm assuming he'll be out there in that one. Um and I'll go with that because I think that'd be crazy. See him go night one. I'm a sucker for the good story. And how crazy would would that be for him to go out there and uh, go out there and win? Yeah, for sure. Like I said I'm picking my bat. So, all right, give me Kyle Larson for Friday night action at the Grove. All right, and then, and then Saturday leads us into Saturday. Uh, you go going to the Grove. How can you not pick him? Give me Lance DeWeese in the 69K. All right. Um, I'll go with – man, I'll, I'll say we, we, we send the posse crowd home pretty pissed off on Saturday night. And for the second straight year, Brad Sweet claims the Summer Nationals. All right. Hell, yeah. Uh, it's going to be an awesome weekend out there. I, I, I know neither of us will be able to make it, but – and then we'll have the buddies out there, Buddy and Bert. We'll have to talk to those guys, see if we can get them on at some point. Like like we said, we've, we've been slacking with our sprint car coverage a bit this year. But like 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 I've said a bunch of times, it's not like from a lack of us giving a shit. It's just kind of been like busy watching other things and doing other <laughs> things. And But, I mean, we've still certainly been keeping tabs. So. And, yeah, uh, certainly it's probably the biggest uh, sprint car episode of the year. So. Hey, why not? We had a million reasons to make it the biggest one, right? Damn right. Yeah, I had the, the million-dollar man himself. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be keeping up and hope uh, all our – I know I know we got some friends in, in PA who listen to this. So, uh, shout-out to shout out to you guys. Hope you have a, a hell of a weekend out at, out at the track. Yep, for sure. All right, well, let's get into some stock car stuff. Um Pretty and you're Mister, you're Mister Thursday Night SRX. You so, I mean, I'll, I'll let you kind of take the boat on that one if you wanted to start there. And I didn't get to see it, so if you wanted to talk about that real quick. Oh uh, yeah, um, good call. Ratings um, were not good. Oh, by that's the way. what I was going to lead off with. <laughs> but I mean, granted, I, I will, I will, I'm curious to see what this week is like because, I mean, you were going up against the million dollar sprint car race, so it's like, uh, you know, it's like. I'm sure a lot of race fans were tuned into that. You know what I mean? It's like if you if you were tuned into to uh, 
I'm sure you a lot of race fans are tuning in that. So uh, just yeah. curious to see what this week would be like. But you also think about it is what's going to draw a, a quarter million pop on a Thursday night for ESPN at that hour? Nothing. So it's like that's pretty good for ESPN at that hour, I feel like, right? Until football starts. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have, I think, like, off the top of my... Yeah, I mean, I, I said I don't either, but I think you would have to, like... That doesn't seem like a big time slot. Like, you know, it seems like a decent rating for that time slot, if you were to ask me. So, it, not great, considering um, the the previous years, uh, you had 1.3 for the f- season opener in 21, which is the very first SRX race, and then uh, 950,000 last year in 2022. So... Yeah, just certainly way down. They only had uh, basically 400,000. Um, we'll call it half a million. Um, and I said, uh, so yeah, just not not the viewership, certainly, that they were hoping for. But, I mean, if, if you did tune in, the racing was great. I mean, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Those guys were getting after it. Guys and Growl, uh, Haley Deacon was racing. But, man, they were getting after it, beating and banging. Um, yeah, typical SRX stuff on a short track. That's just what what you like to see guys getting after it in the heat races and and then that sets the lineup for the the feature um i don't remember exactly who won the heat races but um yeah denny hamlin put on a clinic pretty much uh i will say that ryan newman he had to go to a backup car after winning his heat race uh i do remember that that he did win his heat race and then they had to go to backup car um i think they lost broke a oil line or some kind of line on a car and uh, it barely made it to the heat win, um, and and yeah, he was he was definitely making some hay. He made his way all the way from the back of the field, and he ended up finishing second. And I think had a chance to win that thing had it stayed green there. Um, they they ended up getting some weather and, and not getting the full distance in full seventy five laps. So that was unfortunate. I think that made it play to roll and roll into the the ratings as well. Um, so, so it was yeah, a Mickey Mouse win. Uh no. <laughs> Denny Hamlin definitely w- was the class of the field all day, um, yeah. and, and and Newman was going to give him a run for his money, and so it has been interesting. I, I forgot to say on the show last week too, and I did text you like I wanted to bring up is like I really just like I, I'm honestly it's not just a Thursday thing. I'm not a fan of like the direction like the series is trending in, where like it started off, it's like it's this whole thing where you got these guys from all these different disciplines and, and local guys and everything. And now it's like, we've gotten rid of the guys from the, from the local ringers. Yeah. And we got like two. two. In, yeah. Yeah. And now like, we got like two Indy car drivers. And I don't think like anybody else besides like two Indy car drivers. And the rest is just like NASCAR drivers and a couple of NASCAR drivers on their retirement tour where it's like, I, I think like, the attraction to the series when it first started was like this like variety of drivers from different disciplines and stuff and the local ringer aspect. And it's like, I don't like that. A lot of that stuff's being taken out of the series. It's kind of taken some of the, the charm away for, uh, from it for me. Yeah. I mean, that's not our decision to make, you know, that's their call. Um, and obviously we have our own opinion on it or whatever, but, um, yeah, that's certainly a, maybe a, a thing that they need to look at, at doing to, to maybe get some more eyes back on it. But yeah, I'm curious to see what the n- numbers will be like this week. Um, we are back at Stafford again this, this weekend. Uh, that sucks. I feel bad for all the people up there in Vermont. Yeah. Um, 
it's tough. Dave Moody was not happy with uh, I saw them because that. that's that's his hometown. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's where he cut his teeth. It's Ken Squire yeah. Speedway. I guess the track is fine, but they said like it's a matter of like all like the uh, they don't want to use up resources, like, unnecessary resources. Exactly with I all totally the flooding that's I mean, been. Dave has to understand it from that fact, but I also see Dave's point of saying like, "Look, man, we need to need some sense of normalcy." You know, this would get our minds off of this for a few hours. You know, so yeah, hate it for those guys to lose a race, but we're back at Stafford this week. Um, you want to give a pick? Yeah, um, you got a the the field who's yeah, running in there? Uh, yeah, by car number got Marco Andretti, Paul Tracy, Haley Deegan, Brad Keselowski, Tony Stewart, Bobby Labonte, Kenny Wallace, Ryan Newman, Ryan Priest, Ken Schrader, Tony Kanan, Greg Biffle, and Daniel Suarez. All right, I got a guy. He ran good here year one. Um, I'll I'll say he gets back in victory lane. Give me the sixty nine. Give me Greg Biffle. I think the only response I need to give is nice. All right. Damn right. Give me, give me the 39, the rocket man. I said he was fast last week. He should have won had the weather not rolled in. I had a little, little action on him last week. I think I'm going to tail it again this week and hopefully uh, double down on him and and ended up pulling out the win. So yeah, if you can find it, I I think the only place I did find uh, the odds for SRX was Caesars. Um, I will say I do have a screenshot. I can prove it that I did find them on DraftKings for at least a minute. But literally, like, as I did it, another friend couldn't find them on there within, like, the same minute. So, yes, check around. Uh, I said I think the only place I was able to find it for Thursday night was on Caesars. So if you're looking to post some action on SRX, dial up Caesar. Damn right. Well, who you got? I said Ryan Newman. Oh, okay. I didn't hear it. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Doubling down after I should. He should have won last week. I lost, but we will. Uh, we'll double did, down. Did you? Did did you? Do you have Caesars? Did you get those odds or? Uh, yeah. Real quick. Hang on. My bad. No, you're good. I didn't even think about it. All right, two win for Newman. That is plus two hundred. So terrible. Uh, and then you picked old Biffy. That's at plus seven fifty. Hey, we're stiff for the Biff, baby. Stiff for the Biff. So yeah, Ryan Newman is the hands down favorite, plus two hundred, and then Ryan Priest at plus four hundred. Uh, also, Keselowski will be fast. I think he 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 was pretty quick last week. I think certainly with another week at, under his belt in the car uh, at the same racetrack, that team will be fast. I did find it interesting. Hamlin talked about it today on his podcast that. If they make one change to one car, every car in the field gets that same car, that same change. So it's like those cars are literally as equal as you can get them, and like so that's how they tune the cars between practices and heats, right? Is if if they change one thing on one car, they have to change all of those cars, and then time for the race, you get to make uh, like say the air pressures. Like they have guys that work for the SRX, and you're allowed to make move the air pressures one or two pounds on either direction. You can add two pounds or take out two pounds, um, and then same with like wedge. You can add a round or take out a round or maybe two rounds or whatever. So, a, a very small adjustments to these cars, and that, that's what keeps the field so equal. Um, it's interesting to hear his comments of how the whole series works and how they those guys uh, will work on the cars for you. Like he he brought his old crew chiefs. Uh, 
Mike Wheeler and Chris Gavehart, not one is crew, current crew chief, thinking that they could help out, you know, and 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 you know dial the car into Denny's liking, whereas they, they were pretty much no help because they're not they weren't allowed to do anything that they wanted to do to it. So I thought that was interesting. It keeps it very level playing field. You don't have to know a whole lot about these stock cars to be able to uh, to be able to figure them out. So or to run it. So yeah, I like that. Right on. Right. I guess we can uh, yes. move on into Loudon. We're getting closer to the uh, the stock car world there. Yeah, from sprint cars, SRX, to now to uh, to some NASCAR. Uh, I don't know where you want to go with things. Um, I guess start with Xfinity on uh, on Saturday. I don't know if there's anything leading in that you wanted to talk about. Uh, nothing I can think of, so that'd be the, uh, the ideal place to start. Saturday, yeah, I, which um, I didn't get to see the full race. I got to see like the last twenty laps. So. Yeah, I mean, it really wasn't too great of a race. I mean, uh, I will say early on, the seven Allgaier and and the twenty of uh, John Hernumacek, they had a great battle going. I mean, they were just just kind of Allgaier would stalk the twenty and just figure out where he was faster and then make his move, and then Allgaier or John Hernumacek really wouldn't let him check out. Uh, just super fun battle between those guys. Um, you did have the 98 uh, pulling a incident I've seen uh, similar in Shenandoah. Uh, Herbs got into the wall there. Um, but, yeah, so just, uh, like I said, I, uh, nothing really memorable, really the whole weekend. Um, so I don't think we're – That gonna... last lap, Brett, I was just – you think anything intentional there or you think that's just like um, – because uh, – I don't even know what you're referring to. I ended up having, I think, I didn't, was that overtime? I, 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 that was Custer and Sheldon Creed, yeah. Okay, so I, I, I once it went to overtime, I was pretty much like, I got to go. Like, I, I stopped watching at that point. So They were they were racing for third, and Custer, like, bounced off the wall in the front stretch and came down and, like, hooked Sheldon Creed hard, caused a big pileup that pretty much, like, ended the race because they had already taken the white. And I guess, like, the, the, the question, like, it looked like you could make the argument it was kind of intentional, but kind of not. Like, it might just been momentum off the wall. I didn't know if you saw that incident and had any thoughts on it. It doesn't sound like you did, so. Yeah, no, I'm trying to maybe see if I can pull up a video quick here. Um, I said, I'm sure, sure, Sheldon Creed probably has every right to not be happy on what happened, but I'm sure when, when it's, like, the last lap like that, you know, it's like everybody's just digging for what they can. Um yeah. And I'm, I don't I don't really see any history between those two, so uh, yeah, I just sorry about that if you heard that. Uh, oh yeah, this is one of those deals where tw- the double zero is about to stuff it in the fence, and he pulls it off, and the two is just right there, and it looks like they kind of just get tangled together more than anything, and he can't get off of him. I don't think he really meant to hook him there, but yeah, definitely certainly a bad optic. And if he did mean to hook him, I mean, he, he broke the first rule of wrecking somebody and you wrecked yourself, son. So, yeah. no, I don't think anything intentional there. I mean, like I said, you're coming to the white flag uh, and it gets super tight there off of four at New Hampshire. So, no, I don't I don't see anything malicious there. Certainly a bad optic, though. I get it. Yeah. I was going to say shout, too, shout out to uh, some faces in the top ten. Josh Williams, P8, Mason Massey, P10. Uh, Jeb Burton, P7. Uh, shout out to those guys, kind of wheeling uh, 
wheeling those cars to some good finishes and uh, punching above their weight a little bit. Yep, no doubt. Um, yeah, we were kind of way off on our pick here as I look back. You had uh, Hemrick. I had Hemrick, and he was P4. So. Yeah, and then I had uh, 16, Chandler Smith. He was, I think, what, second or third, maybe? Second, yeah. yeah so we so, weren't way off. No, not way off, but we didn't have any, any winners this weekend. Uh, yeah. I look at the cup, but yeah, no, but I said pretty tame weekend up at New Hampshire. I mean, I guess you had that one pile up on restart where John Hunter Nemechek waited till really late in the box. Um, and I mean, I, I didn't see anything wrong with that. He didn't like break check or anything. He just waited to the last minute to go. And I mean, that's his advantage as a leader, you know, and they just happened to stack up behind him and that's not his fault. So I, I don't know if you got to see any of those clips there. Um, I said, I understand why people in the back would be mad, but that's on you, dude. You got to wait until the leader goes or, or the flagman starts the race there. Or not starts the race, but start restarts the race. Um, if he gets to the end of the box and hasn't gone, then it's on the flagman. Yeah. So, no, nah, I, I didn't see anything wrong there by the 20. If you go back and look at telemetry, he never drops his speed drastically at all, if at all. If at all. Um, so, yeah, nothing malicious there, just – Guys in the back getting anxious, trying to trying to. Get, we know these restarts are crucial, man. It's hard to pass on these flat tracks. Um, got to take advantage of it when you can. But yeah, that's about all I got from Xfinity. Um, and then that rolled us into which, I, man, I, I I don't think I've ever seen a race called that early in the day. Um, shout out to NASCAR for doing that. Not the teams. I don't think had even the pit crews hadn't even taken off from uh, Charlotte yet, so they just. They didn't even want to try. They didn't even want to attempt it. They knew that there was just too much going on, not enough window to, to even tempt it. So I will give kudos to NASCAR for that, making that call so early so people didn't waste their Sundays. Um, I hadn't even woke up yet, and I saw the race. That's what I'm saying. It called. was, like, like, super early. I think it was, like, 1030 in the morning, bro. Um, I'm pretty sure Dover was pretty early, too, because that's. I remember we were on the way was, to the race. That track. was like, like about lunchtime, I think, like 11.30 noon. I said, this was, I think, the earliest I can ever remember a race being called, because I was like, oh, who who, who has a fake Bob Parker's account now? You know what I'm saying? That's what I thought it was. I was like, I was like, oh, shit, this is actually legit. Like, they actually called it this early. I was like, wow. Um, Hell, Parker said they were, he said something that made it sound like they were considering even calling it, like, the night before. Just because, like, they, well, knew said, they, what, just, they yeah, knew you, it. you didn't have any window. I mean, it just didn't look like there was going to be any window to get it dry. Um, so, yeah, I think and they made some the right people call. bitching on Twitter that they called it. Like, you can never win. This is why I, I don't listen to people on Twitter because, like I said, you, you you'll have you could you could give somebody a million dollars and they'd still be upset. They, you know, you did something. Yeah. Wrong. Uh, but yeah, uh, let me, what was I going to say? Um, no, kind of straightforward good, race. I will say, good race, some, though. yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I, I thought I thought it was interesting to, going back and listen to Glock and them that, that the last two years at uh, New Hampshire, the races have been in the 80s. So I was kind of shocked by that. It looks like this one's trending a little bit lower than that, but still not Which hateful. Is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. I think a lot of people didn't get to watch it in the with the dominant fashion of Truex winning. Um, you know, that kind of put some people off. But, no, I mean, I thought it was a fine race. It was kind of reminded me of the, some of those Richmond races. But this one, I mean, I said it was decent passing. I mean, the tire fall off was interesting. I'll say that. Like, 
You certainly made for interesting strategy strategy calls all day. Two tires versus four tires. Um, I didn't hate that. I mean, you'd certainly like to see more tire fall off, but you wouldn't have those varying strategies, which I think kept the race interesting all day because you didn't know how the cautions were going to fall, how many tires to put on it at any point. You know what I mean? Because you needed to keep your track position. It was track position race, but also you needed to still have fresh rubber because we saw that Stenhouse took no tires on one stop and basically got lapped within like 30 laps after that. So, uh, yeah, that was a terrible decision. Um, Kyle Kyle looked like fucking Noah at Chicago and wrecked in the same spot three times the whole damn weekend. <laughs> yeah, he had a very bad weekend. Maybe they were trying some <laughs> things for Phoenix. Who knows? Um, obviously, that team is locked into the playoffs. Um, so I said maybe they were maybe they were trying some things with the car. Um, Shit, you, Dalton said uh, uh, the Lenovo car is the new pedigree car. There you go. Just like cursed every time we get in it, like kind of brought up a good point. I was like, damn, it's, it is true that it feels like every time he's run that scheme this year, some bullshit is that like Dover leads the first 20 laps and speeds on pit road and runs 25th all day after that. Like, Yeah. Um, but yeah, certainly a tough weekend for Kyle and the eight bunch. But uh, yeah, I said it's kind of a straightforward race. I mean, Martin, Martin, Martin Truex Jr. on a Monday. I mean, I swear to God, if the race goes until Monday, it's almost a lot to bet Martin at this point. He's had four of these things on it on his career, I think. Uh, and it's like every this year, everybody else who like looked like they they were going to challenge him just had problems. Like Bell had problems. Almirola, man, he oh, could have legitimately broke. Yeah, they they, they could have. Le- Once he got to second, man, I was like, wow, like, oh, Harvick's going to ch- chase him down, or somebody's going to chase him down. And they, they never really did, man. He was able to, and and uh, that was one guy that Truex really couldn't get away from. Uh, so yeah, that was interesting and such a heartbreaker. He felt something wrong with the car, and the team said, "Yeah, the wheels are tight." And then he he goes into turn one, and the wheel was not tight, and kills the car. He had the lead, yeah, <laughs> was leading on that restart, and uh, he he said, "How can this happen?" And the team comes back and says the wheels weren't tight. It's like, oh my gosh, what a guy! He literally came and was like, "Are the wheels tight?" And they're, they're like, like yeah, "Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. Everything's good on our end." And then that's fucking Stuart Haas these days in a nutshell. Like, yeah, like I said, if I'm him, there's obviously been the the uh, the uh, retirement speculations. If if I was him, man, I would I would have packed it up right there after that. It would have been a tough one to swallow. God, yeah, and then like he had problems, Bell had problems, and it's like. I mean, it looked like those were kind of like uh, – I think Byron had some problems too, and he was up there at one point. Like, kind of like everybody who, who looked like they might have a, a swing at Truex had something go wrong. Say again? I said everybody who looked like they, they would have had a swing at Truex had something go wrong. Oh, uh, yeah, certainly. It was uh, – a, and, and I said with the, the, the strategy plays all day, it was kind of like who could flip track position, and then you had those back-to-back cautions, the quick cautions that, that really kind of flipped the race there. Um, so it, it made for an interesting race. I, I was able to, to sneakily watch it. I, I kind of b- busted ass early in the day there at work so I could chill on the back half and keep an eye on, on the race and make sure I had plenty to talk about. But, yeah, not not a whole lot, not a storylines come out of this week. I mean, uh, I think you tweeted from the count that, uh, the 24 team and the 19 team have certainly asserted themselves in as the the number one and number two in the playoff rankings, power rankings. 
Um, so, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. We got, what, six more weeks, uh, three ovals, and two road courses. What do we got left? Six that weeks. wouldn't add up, what no, you yeah, just well, said. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think. Well, one triangle, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> in, a, in a triangle. <laughs> two road courses, three, three ovals, and a triangle to go. Um, so, hey, that's a good transition to uh, to Pocono, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just wanted to, to make sure I'd, like, tie up all the loose ends there on, on Loudon. Yeah, I thought it was a good race. Uh, Loudon seems to, for all the short track package woes, Loudon seems to have something works there that doesn't work everywhere else because I thought there was some really good racing throughout the field. Like, I was genuinely entertained throughout watching that race and you can't say the same about most other short track races with this package so yeah good uh good a track i really used to hate they've it seems like every year it's been a, a great race for four or five years now so yeah good stuff there um ryan priest i i'm officially i think i i gotta officially be out i put all my eggs in the basket and he runs 25th all day yeah, I, I I didn't want to say it last week on the on the show, but uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was a a good pick, but I I didn't want to dash your hopes there last week. Oh, sorry, I don't know if you could still hear me there. Uh, I had the microphone away. No, but, I got you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a great pick. I mean, I even had him run uh, top ten last week. I was on the, at least the top ten board, and and again ran like shit. So. Yeah, Stuart Haas, man, is just down and out. Harvick is the only only saving hope for that place, and and he's leaving at the end of the year. So hopefully they can get some get some good momentum going here, get something going. Um, like I said, that's at least they had, the ten car had some speed yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um, it's weird to say on a podcast, but yeah, uh, ten car at least looked good. So maybe they can find something here and, and right the ship at least for the last. Uh, remaining 16 races here briscoe ran top 10 all day uh, yeah too, they did so, so I mean, they, like i said the team had some speed but like i said it's just been such a dismal year it's just like man they, nothing seems to be going right for that team yeah but yeah i mean i that's yeah about all all i got on loud and yeah truex on a roll nobody stinks up a show like mtj like we've said before like when he wins he beats everybody's ass and this was another example of that so Yes, sir. And we go to another really strong Toyota track this weekend. So I think he's already uh, looking. He's the favorite to win this weekend going in. I see him at plus 500 uh, on the the opening odds this weekend. So, so, yeah, really strong Toyota track. We know they – well, I don't know. You want to say one here last year kind of did. Got it taken away. Got their one-two taken away. And Chase Elliott ended second? up winning. But Kyle. Yeah. Kyle Busch was, yeah, and then they took it away. Okay, yeah, I remember that. I mean, I said I remember was the tape. Denny and Kyle. Yeah, Denny and Kyle. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Denny I and Kyle the, doing the same thing. I, I remember the eleven. Obviously, got busted for it, but um, yeah. Uh, let's roll into some picks, I guess. I don't know what you got. Plus for... five, plus five hundred. Denny and Truex. I wanted to say real quick. Or I got hiccup. Are the favorites struggling here? Hiccup. All right, we're good. Um, and then Kyle Busch plus six hundred is so those are the three favorites leading into the weekend. So 
Yeah, I mean, what do you think? We got a uh, we got a triple header actually, double header on Saturday and then Cup Sunday. So yeah, trucks at uh, Pocono, man. So let's uh, I'll, I'll let you start out with that if you want to uh, maybe pull up an uh, entry list. Thank you for letting me start that one. Cal fucking Bush, lock it in. <laughs> uh, nah. Uh, on a real note, we got Chastain in the forty-one, Bell in the sixty-one. Uh, Klingerman in the 75. Um, any other notables? Austin Hill in the 7. Kaz Growler in the 1. So, yeah, some some new faces in there. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, you, so you, is that your pick? You're locking that one in? Yeah, I'm sticking I'm sticking with Kyle for my pick. So. And is he in the 51, I believe? Yeah. Yes. All right, 51 ball. All right, for my pick. Oh, and – and uh, another guy running this weekend, want to give a shout out to Caden Honeycutt. Guy does a hell of a job. Big fan of what he's. Every time he's gotten in the truck, he's punched above his weight. I feel like so he'll be driving for Nice this weekend. Expect to see him give that thing a hell of a drive. For sure. A little foreshadow. Yeah, I was uh, definitely uh, <laughs> gonna gonna mention that as well before you uh, took the words right out of my mouth. But my pick is <laughs> my give bad. me the nineteen Christian Eckes. Um, but yeah, like you said, Creighton uh, Honeycutt, that kid's up and coming. Uh, definitely keep an eye on him. He's got another truck start here this year. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many he has, but yeah, we'll, we'll uh, definitely keep an eye on him. He runs the iRacing series. He runs the Cars Tour. Um, he he he's been uh, certainly making a name for himself here recently. Uh, and I think he, he's running for Nice Motorsports this weekend in the 44. So keep an eye on him if, if you can uh, maybe get some uh, long odds for a top five or something for him. That's not a bad play. Um, but, right yeah. Home. What uh, you thinking for uh, let me see here. If Xfinity? I, I was going to say, see if I got uh, any of these odds. No, they don't have any odds up yet. But uh, Xfinity, um, let me see. Uh you know what? Give me Chase Elliott. I'm gonna take the chalk this week. Oh, the old that's one good pick. seven and the old one I, seven. I, I picked him on LTC last night, so I was kind of trying to stay across the board with what I had there. But I wasn't gonna you let took, you sneak me. I I gave you the gave you the truck pick. Well, since you took him, I'll I'll stick with the Cup boys and go with a guy who's been uh who's been strong here at Pocono in the past, who's making a, an Xfinity start this weekend. Um, I think he's going to be really strong in Cup and Xfinity, but I'll, I'll give him the win in Xfinity in the 10 car. Give me Daniel Suarez. The Amigo gets it done. All right. Um, it's been a really good track for Suarez, like one of his best tracks in Cup. So he's a, definitely a guy to keep an eye on in Xfinity and in Cup. Yeah, I mean, that's uh... – I don't see that confirmed on here. I don't know if he, if I said I heard that was rumor. I didn't know if that was confirmed or not. Um, it's confirmed. Okay. Pockers tweeted it last week. So. Gotcha. Um, also note that the three cars back for RCR. Uh, RCR is one of I, I maybe only if not maybe a couple of uh, Xfinity starts this year in the three. Ty Dillon in that car. So. Uh, oh, hell yeah! It'll run fifteenth all day. It might. Yeah. Uh, but, but definitely cool to see RCR Xfinity program still still on the track and, and still alive and well there. Uh, yeah, that's all I got from from that. So, yeah. Uh, well, what about Cup Series? 
So, uh, yeah, I get to lead off cup. And like I said, I made, made my pick on LTC last night and already had that made. But like I said, I'm a sucker for a good story. Same thing I said last night. And there's a car that was really fast here last year, ended up getting in a crash, ended up ending a legend's career. So what more fitting to come back here this year in the 45 to come back and get in victory lane? How about that? Tyler Reddick, a great track for the Toyotas. Uh, he finished second here last year. Uh, so, yeah, I think that'd be an awesome story if we come back to where it all came crashing down for Kurt and come back in the 45, get to victory lane. So I'll go with uh, – it's a good track for Reddick too, so I'll say he gets it done. That's a plus 1,200 right now. I'm looking at 1,400 on DraftKings – or on uh, FanDuel. So. Yep. As, as we always say every week, shop around, folks. Shop around. Get them good odds. Um, yeah, I mean <sighs> – Damn it, man. I don't want to do it, but I do want to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go back-to-back again, make the play. Give me give me Kevin Harvick. The team needs a win. Uh, they're, they're, they're hanging around there, always in contention, it seems like. Uh, you know, maybe the wife will wear the fire suit in the family one more time this weekend. Uh, oh, Delena. So, yeah, give me Kevin Harvick for the second straight week, plus 1,500. I feel like those odds are at least really good for Harvick. Um, so you might want to maybe try, try to at least lock that in, even if he, and then maybe cash it out if you can, if he's slow in practice or something. Um, but yeah. All right. Uh, what about uh, you got a top 10? I don't see any top 10 odds out here. I, um, I, I got some here on Caesars. Okay. I, I, I found top five odds. So, I mean, you can, I'll, I'll see who's a long shot for top five and kind of like I'm sure that'll translate in the top 10 a little bit yep but You're um pretty good at it so I said Daniel Suarez I don't know what I don't I see him plus 350 for a top five I don't know that'd be top 10 I don't know uh, that'd really be. 140 so I wouldn't really consider that a long shot okay. so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it to you all right I got a better one uh guy good here last year ran here last well here last year got stage points uh been sneakily running around the top ten and I think punching above where, where that team's been all year. So I'll go with Eric Jones. Okay. I like it. I like it. That's plus four hundred on mine. Um I'm gonna go with the team that's uh had a really strong year. Um that we've they've shown a lot of speed this year and and, and that's what you need at Pocono. It's a lot of long straightaways there, so Give me the 47 Ricky Spinhouse Jr. at plus 450 for a top 10. I think that's a, that's a good play. What's McDowell about? That's a good one. I was going to say, what's McDowell about? They've been fast every week. They have been fast every week, and it's like you never know when to fade them, but the odds are great here. Um, I, I had it up earlier. I'll pull it back up. Uh, I want to say it was, yeah, plus 800. I think that yeah, that's a good you had him last right week there. here plus top uh, plus nine hundred, um, and he 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 finished like eleventh or twelfth last this week. So heartbreaker there, um, but yeah, it's still certainly, in on certainly, points certainly, as it stands. Yeah, yeah, certainly a solid solid week. I, I said I just don't know if they had quite the speed as the forty seven. Hard to say, you know. And I was trying to think about today. It's hard to 
I don't really know what to compare Pocono to. We haven't gone to any tracks recently where, where it's really comparable. So do your homework. Uh, maybe maybe just lock in a couple pre-practice bets, but wait for practice speeds to come out and, and really dig through the data. Hell, yeah. I was going to say, b- before we get out of here, I-, I had one question I want to ask. Since like the playoff stuff came up, we got six races left. Uh, McDowell's in right now. How many new winners – do you think we get in the from, last six? Yeah, or the rest of the year. Uh, last six, and and include so like, just like make an annotation like it, because like Harvick's already in, like pretty solid on points. I mean, if you think he wins one, just be like, yeah, I think. He, but just like, how many like real like surprise winners, like bubble guys, you think we see get a win? I'm going to say two. All right. No, here's, here's you know a, what? He, I'm going to go three. I'm going to say three three for Dale. Here's an even better way to phrase the question. If you're Brad Keselowski, Chris Buescher right now, do you feel comfortable? What's the situation? I don't know what the, what the numbers are looking like. They are – Brad is plus 108. Chris Buescher is plus 97. But – Two new winners puts them right on that line. How many how many winners do we have right now? We have one, two, three. Ten. Yeah, not including Van Gisbergen. Ten, right? Uh yeah. B eleven including Van Gisbergen, but, yeah, but just for playoff sake. We're not counting that. Yeah. Uh, so even with three new winners, Keslowski and Busher still get in, correct? 11. No, hold on. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, 11 winners. We have 11 winners not counting Gisberg, right? Yeah. He makes 12. Yes. Okay, so, so three new winners. Who who does that still put Keslowski and Busher in? Three new winners. Uh, if Busher isn't one of those winners, or like that would put him out. Like if three guys jump in that aren't in right now. Yeah, I think I think I'm feeling good if I'm them, and, and I think okay. you, I think you play play it pretty conservative. You don't go crazy. If you're in the hunt for maybe a win, if you show race winning speed out of the gate, out of the first 20, 30 laps, maybe you go to an aggressive strategy and try to get that win. I say like a Pocono where. We know the strategies are going to flip. You know you're going to have guys staying out because this is a track where you you can take you can go down pit road and not lose a lap if you're in a certain spot before the stage ends. So it's going to be interesting to see the strategy play out at Pocono. I think it's been kind of interesting the past couple of years. So yeah, I think I think if you're on that bubble, you still got to play it conservative. And but if you do have race winning speed like we've seen from the six and the seventeen at, at weeks where they, they can be in contention for a win, um, I think you'd be aggressive on it because you do have a, li- a little bit of a cushion to play with. And that, as whereas, of now, the bubble... Whereas the, the, you go the, back to New Hampshire this past week, uh, Suarez, I mean, they, they took a huge gamble. You know, they're right on the cut line, and had they not gotten that late caution, I mean, they, they were going to probably lose a ton of points. Yeah, so, and a guy like... And the, and a guy creeping up too. He was just like steadily clicking off finishes and getting in the mix. 
And with three road courses left that you have to keep an eye on now is AJ. He's only 20 points out. He's got three road courses where even if he's not winning one of those, you know he's going to probably get stage points. Like he's going to run well. Hitters that still haven't won, I feel like they they could easily win. Yeah. Chase. I mean, Chase Chase could easily win. I mean, obviously they haven't shown the speed, but it would not surprise me for them to go out and win anywhere. Like I would not be surprised if he goes out here and sweeps the damn weekend at Pocono. And then Daytona. And Daytona. Who the hell knows? Chase can win anywhere. Yeah, Harvard can I'm, win anywhere. Um, yeah, I mean Daytona. Who the? Hell, I mean, we saw Austin honestly, Dillon. I mean, I feel like Alex Bowman could probably win anywhere. You know, given if they get a right the right piece, it's like, you know, I feel like they could just hit, show up and and hit on something and and be the the guy that week. You know what I mean? That just wouldn't shock me. Any any of those yeah. top, top guys. So no, I just there's so many big names that still haven't win. So I think if you are those guys at the head of the cut line. You, you play it smart, but also there's no when to call your shots. Don't be too aggressive. Right on. Well, well yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely wanted to discuss that, and we'll discuss it more as it gets closer. But it should about put yeah, a bow on things a, this week. This is technically like the first wild card weekend, if you want to look at it like that. So, uh, first, first round of the wild card, the six week wild card, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I think Pocono's pretty straightforward for the most part, but I mean, you never know. We could see, uh, we could see some fuel strategy. I mean, it's just I feel like I've seen some crazy races at Pocono, so who knows? Yeah, Uh, I like that we're going here. It's like I said, the this little end of the schedule is fun, going to different styles of racetracks. Um, it keeps it keeps everything fresh. So yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Hopefully, y'all enjoy this. And, yeah, we'll be back next week for some Tricky Triangle recaps. Hell, yeah. We'll be we'll be at it next week, and we'll get ready to go to the uh, – what's next week? Indy Road Course? Oh, no, Richmond. Okay. We'll, um, got, yeah, new- we'll recover Pocono, and then we'll be uh, talking Richmond. All right, man. Good show this week, and we'll be back at it next week. See ya.